a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I think we can officially begin campaign 2022 season. President Biden has resurrected the billionaire tax slogan. It fits nicely on a bumper sticker. Uh, this new component to it, of course, is part of the president's budget that he uh, rolled out yesterday, the framework. It uh, would force the wealthy to pay taxes on unrealized gains or the money they might make if they were to sell the assets in the future. Uh, that is a nice, interesting headline. Is it constitutional? Uh, what if we turn the table uh, as taxpayers and made the same kind of demands on government? Things could get rather interesting. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Iris uh, Stoll is the editor of futureofcapitalism.com, also the author of JFK, conservative. A great piece in Reason, reason.com. And uh, focuses on this uh, element of what President Biden rolled out yesterday and is trying to go back to the wealth tax again and to help us break down what that really is, what that really means. Can it even be done? Uh, Ira, welcome to the program today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So so first, just uh, give us a, a quick frame of reference in terms of this idea of uh, a wealth tax on unrealized capital gains. Help us wrap our head around that first. Well, um, you know, most people can probably relate to this if they have some money in a retirement account or even if they own a house. Um, you know, how much is the house worth? Well, until you sell it, you don't really know for sure. How much is the stock in your retirement account worth? Well, it's worth one thing at the end of one day, but if the stock market goes down the next day, it's worth something else. And um, so you don't really, until you sell it, you don't you don't really have the cash. Um, and that gets even more complicated if you're talking about a privately owned business. Um, where where estimates for what something is worth can can really um, bounce around quite a bit. So um, so the government wants to come out, come after this money uh, and and uh, you know make people pay now for what they might owe in the future if if they die and have to pay an estate tax or if uh, if they sell it and have to pay a capital gains tax. Uh, so Biden wants, and the politicians in Congress want this money now so they can spend it now. They don't want to have to wait around until 
the owners of this property uh, decide to spend it or sell it when they could find out for sure what it's worth. Yeah, it seems, it seems to me this would be one more incredibly complicated thing for the IRS uh, and its limited number of agents to figure out. Uh, you know, if a, if a, if you bought a home for a million and the market goes wild and suddenly it's worth two million at the moment, uh, if you have to pay on that. Uh, but then what happens if, uh, if the, the bubble bursts and then it's only worth 700,000? Uh, does, does the government, is that going to send that money back? Is that going to be a rebate? Uh, well, there's, there's mixed signals on that. A White House ally, uh, a former Obama administration official, uh, has a piece in the Wall Street Journal op-ed page this morning saying, oh, it's a virtue that people are going to be able to pay out this tax over a 10 year period because it's only a tenth of it that or that gets paid out each year so if the value goes down then they can account for that in the following years my friends who are tax lawyers and accountants are really excited about this they're going to make so much money <laughs> someone always makes something and then the rest of us just pay it is the is the real problem there this is an interesting thing for president biden he obviously uh, ran to the middle uh, as a moderate. Uh, in fact, uh, during the debates, uh, he rejected calls for the, the wealth tax, which, of course, were ever popular with uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders as they were uh, running for president. Uh, but now we kind of have this tacked back. Obviously, we are to midterm election year, and, and it does make a nice bumper sticker slogan. Uh, but let's get to the real heart of the heart of this thing. Is this even constitutional? Uh, well, it's certainly going to be tested, uh, and the people that uh, that he's going after have certainly have lots of money to pay constitutional lawyers to challenge this thing. Uh, the income tax is only only um, constitutional because there was a amendment passed, the Sixteenth Amendment. Um, but the question is, you know, does this qualify as income for the purpose of an income tax? The government is going to try to claim that it does, um, you know, saying that you're uh, when when the value of your house goes from a million dollars to one point one million dollars. That, that increase in value, even if you don't sell it, is somehow income to you. Mm. Um, so I'm skeptical, frankly. <laughs> and, you know, we have right now there's there's justices on the Supreme Court who would probably be skeptical, too. But by the time, uh, you know, it depends how long Biden stays <laughs> in office and uh, how many more Supreme Court justices get through. Increasingly, the what, whether something is constitutional or not just depends on what the justices say, not what the Constitution says. Yeah. So if we look at the, uh, the you have in your uh, piece of reason dot com that the uh kind of flipping the switch on that uh, would it be possible for us as citizens to kind of say well you know you're taking a lot for social security and medicare uh i want you to pay me for that now uh is that are they factoring that in as a prepayment kind of thing as well <laughs> yeah i mean i thought this was pretty funny you know if as long as biden's gonna accept this principle that things should be prepaid well i'd like my 
future value of my social security and Medicare uh, yeah. benefits. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to go down to the post office or, or, or the white house and get a check for, for what that's worth. It's, it's probably going to be a lot of money or you could even extend it to, to what my children or, or eventual grandchildren will, will get in terms of government benefits. Yeah. So, um, I, I think if enough people made that demand, Biden might back down and and say, yeah, all right, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep it on the current schedule. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, great ins- insight. Iris Stoles, the editor of futureofcapitalism.com, the author of JFK Conservative. Uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, today, Iris. Some interesting things as it looks at uh, how the tax uh, may or may not fall out according to the president's budget. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. All right, this is one of those where uh, you really have to try to wrap your head around, what does this really mean to me? And is this is it constitutional? Can they really do any of that? Like I said, it, it makes a nice bumper sticker slogan. It's very good in a campaign year. Uh, tax the rich is always an easy slogan to sell. Coming up, we're going to stay with the conversation a little bit longer. We're going to go to uh, some conversations from yesterday. Uh, ABC Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary, had some very interesting things to say about the billionaire tax and the way the president proposed it. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.